wonderful day. His presence in the now midst. Hallelujah. John chapter 5 verse 27. And he, Father, gave him, the Son, authority to execute judgment. Jesus Christ has the authority. The theme today, the Lord wants to speak to us through the Gospel of John, is authority of Christ. He wants to touch our lives, every life today, opening our understanding to the authority of Christ. Shall we pray? Father, we pray that our understanding will be opened to perceive, to conceive the authority of Christ. May Holy Spirit touch us, speak to us, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Imagine that you are invited to my house for dinner. And here comes me with a palate, a beautiful plate. It is God chosen dishes. Slightly different. I have kept a bunch of manganese, a bit of magnesium, a bit of potassium, a bit of phosphorus, a bit of iron. And I ask you, pastor, brother, eat. It's so good for your health. You know, it boosts your immunity. It increases your intelligence. It really flourishes your muscles. Eat. I don't know how you will respond. I know all of you are smiling right now because in your heart, you already prepared your response. But you you don't want to speak to me. Thank God for all these online facilities. Imagine God asks us to do the same thing. Gives us magnesium, phosphorus, eat. We will not. You know what did God do? He covered it in beautiful, beautiful fruits. Covered it with a nice color, with a good flesh, good sweetness, and gave it into our hands. Eat. We took it. He ate. And some others, he put it in vegetables and gave it to us and gave us a good partner as a cook and said, cook, eat. We ate. We have no problem. But poor me, when I gave you the same thing that God gave you through fruits and vegetables in the raw form, you said no. You know what I am driving at? Eating the vegetable is good. Eating the fruit is good. Enjoying its color, smell, taste, everything is good. But it's not being eaten for the sake of the color. It's not being eaten for the sake of the taste. It's eaten for the sake of its goodness. What is in that? God wanted you to absorb that magnesium and manganese and potassium and phosphorus. He knows that you and I cannot eat it because he made our bodies. Miracles of Jesus are not to be eaten like a fruit. There is potassium and manganese and magnesium and phosphorus in it. That 
should be our focus. That is what going to help us. So each time we listen to the sign of Jesus, there should be an extract of it that has to get into our system, digest, produce its results. Otherwise, your hearing, my preaching is waste. Because once we eat a fruit, it gets into our body, colors gone. You have to buy again. But the nutrition that fruit supplies will remain. So may that example be in your mind. Don't forget it. That's why Moses said in Deuteronomy chapter 32, my teaching drop as rain. My speech distilled as the dew. As the droplets on the fresh grass and as the showers on the herb. Can you imagine that? What refreshing it is. Even to see it. Yesterday I bought a small spraying machine which can spray the water. And we love to see the indoor plants, the leaves with that water droplets. Small one, just five around one. We did it. It's so beautiful to see. What Moses says here, the word of God, his words he said, but let's equate it, the word of God is like droplets on the fresh grass. Praise the Lord. It's my prayer that the word that we speak, we hear today, will be just like the droplets and fresh grass. I know God has prepared the word for, for somebody today. I know what God is going to do today. Hallelujah. He's going to set us free. He's going to encourage us. He's going to strengthen us. He is going to keep us safe. Strong. <clears throat> John chapter 5. We discussed two parts of it. 1 to 4. And 5 to 9. After the 9 verses. Verses 10 to 15 is the response of the Jews to the man who got healed. Verses 16 to 18 is the response of Jews to Jesus Christ. But from 19 to 47, Jesus explains two things. Number one, he explains his authority. Number two, he explains the witnesses who testifies his divinity. So verses 19 to 47 is in two parts. 19 to 20 is his authority. 30 to 47 are witnesses for his divinity. Or in general, I would say divinity, authority and divinity. We will deal that second part, which is from 30 to 47 separately. But we will deal with the first part, which is 19 to 29. But before that, I want to take you through verses 10 to 18 to quickly understand what happened. So this is the third sign. From 19 to 47 is the discourse related to the third sign. What does we get from the discourse? Is the authority and divinity of Christ. It has to do with our life. It has to do with our life. Hallelujah. But let's look at, it's interesting, from 10 to 18, the two sets of conversation. First set of conversation, 
the man who got healed and and the Jews. What do they say? They say, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't take your pallet on a Shabbat day. Not possible. And what did he say? Achcha saab, bhot achhi taraf se baat kiya. Maine to pallet leta nahi hai. I'm not going to take it. No, no, no. They stood like our brethren in Orissa. No matter what may come, here we are. We are going to share the gospel. We're going to stand for Jesus. What did what did the man say? The one who healed me told me to take the pallet. I better obey him rather than you. Hallelujah! When we understand the authority of Christ today, I my prayer, including me and all of us. we receive that kind of a bonus nobody can stop us from what we are doing because it came from the one who was authority hallelujah he has the authority so he asked me to do it hmm. verse 10 says not permissible to carry the pallet on a shabbat doesn't matter who healed you doesn't matter what was happening in your life for 38 years doesn't matter if we were unable to solve it for 38 years what matters for us is it is on a sabbath day don't do it we want the religiosity to be foremost nothing else you know when i was studying about this sabbath day and what uh, is permissible on a sabbath day i did a bit of research into it in one place it is written they have identified 39 categories of activity prohibited on a sabbath day apart from this 39 there are other uh, rabbi rabbis can talk have added many other activities also now the beauty of this 39 a beauty in the sense apostrophe beauty of this 39 activities is that it's so broad that you can bring anything under the sun to this 39 categories anything under the sun it's like a few i'll say like planting plowing reaping gathering um winnowing stitching laundering um dyeing spinning um killing trapping like you trap the rat in the, in the rat box um construction demolition ignition of a fire these are the kind of activities they identify 39 of them and when you take one you can associate another 100 with that so is they said maybe they would have found that this is equal into a construction activity taking your pallet you're not supposed to take they have not definitely written that taking a pallet is prohibited but they have written that construction activity is prohibited on a sabbath day not god the religious leaders so they take he's doing an activity or except saving human life that is what jesus used them you know he said if your ox fell into a well will you not take it up because you're saving life so you have made provision for your own convenience he said i came from heaven to seek and save the sinner i'm going to heal him i'm going to save him hallelujah he said i am the lord of the sabbath by healing this 38 year old man is sick man 
Jesus establishment, he is the Lord. Hallelujah. He is the Lord of our situations. He is the Lord of our sicknesses. He is the Lord of our people. Hallelujah. So 510, they said, don't. 511, they asked the question, who um, is the one who healed you? 511, he responded saying that the one who healed me took me to take the pallet. So he took it. And then they say, who is it? Let's stop there. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not subject to a yoke of slavery. You know, if this man had listened to the to the request, to the opinion of the public, he will not take the pallet, he will not walk. He became whole. He became whole because Jesus already commanded it. But that whole wholesomeness will not give him any benefit. Absolutely not. Many believers are like this. They became whole, sins forgiven. They are still lying in the same pallet. They are not walking at all. Even after 30 years of being saved, they are in the same pallet. They are lying down there. Please, let religiosity control us. Let traditionalism come and say that, whether you got saved, be here in our place and worship here. That's not what Jesus wants. The one who healed you, the one who made you whole, commands you, take up your pallet, walk from this place. The rest are all against sick people. They cannot see anything. Get out of this atmosphere. Hallelujah. So, Jesus, they, he could not identify Jesus. You look at this man. Although he was made whole, he is still unable to see the glory of the one who healed him. So verse 13 says, John chapter 5 verse 13 says, Jesus has slipped away into the crowd. The beauty of our Savior. He never did anything for publicity. He did not do anything for publicity. Soon after doing this act of grace, he is in the house of God. He is in the house of God. Hallelujah. In this connection, I would like you to please read Mark chapter 1, 37, 38 and 44. Mark chapter 1, 37, 38, and 44. <clears throat> Can somebody read? Oh, let me read. <clears throat> they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. He said to them, let's go somewhere else. What was told him? Everyone is looking for you. Everyone, Pastor, your message is so good. All the churches want you to speak there. Everybody is looking for you. He said, let's go somewhere else. Where, what is the somewhere else? Nearby town so that I may preach there also. Hallelujah. I have not come here to sit here and heal all the people in this village, in this town, and then speak all the truth only to these people. That I will appoint somebody else afterwards called the church. We are the people. To go everywhere and preach. Jesus came to show us a model. He showed the model. He showed the model of humility. Showed the model of suffering. He showed the model of servanthood. He showed the model of how to be holy. He showed the model of how to be faithful. 
and he then left the task for us to complete it. So his task was to go everywhere. The Lord has led him to go. Now let's read verse 44. 44. And he said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest for offer your cleansing. This is afterwards he touched the leper and cleaned him, cleansed him. Go there. Now let's look at Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7 has two verses. Verse 17 says, when he left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples questioned him about the parable. There was a crowd. He was teaching the crowd, but he did not stand in the crowd. He left the crowd. Come down to verse 36. Verse 36, it says, and he gave them orders not to tell anyone. Hallelujah. He opened a deaf and dumb man and said not to tell anyone. Jesus never wanted publicity. Let's do our task faithfully as if we do it for the Lord. He is our model. He showed a path and we are not supposed to get into this issue. We told, we were told to be like our master. Now let's come to verse 14. Let's, somebody can read it. It will be good. John chapter 5 verse 14. After. Yes, please read. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, mm. See, you have been made well. Mm. Sin no more. Lest a worse thing come upon you. Hallelujah. There's some very serious warning here. Do not sin anymore so that nothing worse happens to you. Having done an act of grace for the sick man, Jesus went to the temple. But having done this act of grace, he now applied the truth. The truth. Sin no more. It is for his conscience. Let's understand that grace does not ignore the requirements of God's holiness. Grace does not ignore the requirements of God's holiness. Because there is grace, that doesn't mean that I can do anything I want. Because there is blood of Christ doesn't mean that I can speak anything I like. Grace does not ignore the requirements of God's holiness. Oh, this is a beautiful verse. First Corinthians 15 and verse 34. If there are more than one version, I would like to hear it. First Corinthians 15 and verse 34. Think carefully about what is, what is right and stop sinning. Amen. For to your shame, I say that's... Enough, 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 enough. Uh, one more time, Daniel, the first portion. Think. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. Stop sinning. What a beautiful rendering that is. Think what is right. Stop sinning. It is to our conscience. Truth. Truth is always to our conscience. Hallelujah. Any other version? Can't hear you, Pastor. You're muted. Get some sense and quit your sinning. To your shame, I say it. Some of you are not yet even Christians. 
not even christians at all and have never really known god tlb hallelujah get some sense stop sinning quit sinning some of them you are not christians is what the bible says not me hallelujah the way that we live tells us whether we are christians if you truly converted we'll get some sense think what i am speaking is it right using foul languages using anything that you want to speak Ex- expressing your emotions in a carnal way yelling and shouting think get some sense in your mind and stop sinning that's the truth applied to the man who received grace that's the truth god wants to apply to all of us who have received this grace in abundance hallelujah don't take the grace for granted please once saved is not always saved we don't propagate that we don't preach that bible says that a time will come when you will find no way of escape today is the day that god calls all of us for repentance if we are a person who does not think but just keep on sinning with the mouth with the eyes with the thoughts today is the day we have to repent and come back to him we heard the psalms already jesus warns him so that nothing worse happens to you you know i always often quote uh, uh, galatians 6 7 uh, do not be deceived god is not mocked for whatever a man sows this he will also reap hallelujah let's come back to john 5 so verse 15 what happened john chapter 5 verse 15 the man went away and told jesus jews that it was jesus who made him well he was not ashamed he was not afraid of the jews he went back and said i now understood who healed me jesus healed me jesus healed me hallelujah the eyes of the jews were still blind they were unable to see the savior they were unable to see or perceive jehovah rapha in action they were unable to see that now comes a conversation between the jews and jesus for this reason the jews were persecuting him because he was he is doing things on sabbath but look at the next verse jesus answered him my father is working i myself am working 18 for this reason therefore the jews were seeking all the more to kill him why now there are two sins first he worked on sabbath second he equated himself with god so he says he is god blasphemy what's the result uh, the, the punishment for blasphemy stone him to death then started a discourse from verse 19 up to verse 47 and up to verse 29 he said his authority hallelujah then he said there are witnesses for my divinity very very powerful two parts of the discourse related to the third sign so today we are focusing on the first part of this discourse the authority of christ verse 18 we saw that they were trying to kill him so in 1947 he establishes its authority and divinity when we come 
to verses 19 to 22. 19 to 22. Whatever the father does, Jesus said, I am also doing. And what are the things he quotes there in verse 19? Is that unless it is something he sees the father doing, I say to you, son can do nothing. Or in other words, he's saying, father and son works together. When I read, I, I just felt in my heart like this. I mean, it's not in the Bible. But the pastor and the people are doing the same thing. They work together. What a beautiful picture for the church to work. That's why we always talk to people when they say that they have a calling. Is that do you really understand the, the vision that this ministry, Good Shepherd Ministry International, carries? You know why? If you're going hand in hand with the vision, great things can be achieved. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I and my father go in with one vision. The vision is the same. What's the vision? He said, um, the son can do nothing of himself. What do the father does? He has seen the father does. That's what he does. And then verse 20, he says, father loves the son, shows him all things that he himself is doing. And the father will show him great things. Then he says, explains in 21, father raises to death. And even son also gives life to those who wishes. Father has, uh, father does not judge anyone, given all judgment to the son. Now, he quits it one more step. He who does not honor the son does not honor the father. Praise the Lord. Let's understand here. The divinity of Jesus starts with the point that he is God. He is not in a lower grade than God. He is God. Today, even as we open our spiritual eyes to this fact, we understand that whatever we do in the name of Jesus has the signature of heaven on it. Hallelujah. Today, I was called by my um, real estate company to sign my checks for the apartment renewal. I understood Everything else is good. Beautiful checklist. Money is written. Date is written. But something is lacking. My signature. When I signed it, it became valid. Otherwise, it's just a piece of paper. When my signature came, that piece of paper became worth thousands of dirhams. Just a signature. Thousands of dirhams were immediately, instantaneously, that piece of paper got. God's signature on our ministry, gives its the worth, the value. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at it, 24 to 29. Jesus says, <clears throat> about his authority, okay? He who hears my word, believes him who sent me as eternal life, does not come into judgment, passed out of death into life. Then he says, an hour is coming. Now is. When the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For the Father has life in himself, even so he gave the Son also life in himself. Then let me skip 27, come to 28. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming 
in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come forth who did the good deeds to a resurrection of life who committed the evil deeds to a resurrection of judgment two important things he say the first one he says an hour verse 21 25 an hour is coming and now is that hour talks about the current time when we speak the word of god people will come to life because of the power of the word of god because of the finished work of christ on the cross so verse 25 and 26 talks about salvation right now an hour is coming and now is again based on the authority of christ then coming back to 28 he says an hour is coming there he never said now is because it's just going to come in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice dead will rise up in christ a day is going to come when christ is going to come and on that day you and i need to rise up and be transformed be going with christ for eternity again based on the authority of christ hallelujah and then let's come back to the verse that we skipped in verse 27 god gave christ authority to execute judgment you know the christ that we hear who heals and forgives and fills with the spirit is not the christ you and i are going to meet on that day he will be seated on the judgment seat judges and he says the judgment process who did good deeds the resurrection of life otherwise the resurrection of judgment today as we proceed with the authority of christ we must make a choice where do i want myself to be seen in the group of people who goes to judgment or with the group of people who goes to life it's interesting to see a quick thought always the response of crowds vary acts of apostles chapter 2 verse 37 you can see a crowd if somebody can read the two verses i want to read one is 237 please read that acts 237 now when they heard this hmm. they were cut to the heart and said to peter hmm. and the rest of the apostles hmm. men and brethren what shall we do what shall we do and the bible says they were cut to the heart now let's read acts of apostles 754 acts of apostles 754 when they heard these things hmm. they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth ha look at the difference both crowd were cut to the heart one crowd repented the other crowd full of anger that's stephen's martyrdom which crowd do we belong to pastor is speaking all the time all the pastors are speaking repent 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 this is wrong that is wrong marriage is to be corrected life is to be corrected everything is to be corrected he doesn't or they don't see that i am a believer for 15 years then 20 years 30 years and i have already graduated and post graduated in theology and uh, 
listening to the word and teaching and Bible studies, everything. I am an expert. Well, so what happens? Cut to the heart, truly. And the message was heard, excellent. Cut to the heart. But finally, gnashing the teeth. There is no stone there. Or you cannot throw it through the, through the computer. Hallelujah. Peter baptized people. Stephen killed by the people. Hallelujah. One crowd submitted to the authority of discipleship. Baptism is the first step of discipleship. The other one went, did their act for judgment. One, after baptizing, gets into life. The other one, after stoning Stephen, gets into judgment. Hallelujah. It's for us to decide, am I going to life or going to judgment? No matter whether we're a Christian for 20 years or 50 years, after hearing the word, our reaction matters. Hallelujah. Today, may Holy Spirit speak to us in such a way that we'll be cut to the heart, but to repent and come to life. In verse 27, we read authority of Christ. Now, all these actions, all these statements that Jesus made from uh, John chapter 5, 19 to 29 is based upon the authority of Christ. A person gets salvation on the authority of Christ. You, you your judgment after resurrection, authority of Christ. So today, <clears throat> the rest of the time, as the Lord was leading me, I want to talk to you about the authority of Christ. Let's please open our Bibles to um, John chapter 17 and verse 2. John chapter 17 and verse 2. Even as you you have given him authority over all flesh, Mm. that he should give eternal life to as many as you gave, you have given him. Amen. Keep this verse in your mind. Authority is vested with Christ to give eternal life to anybody. Anybody. However, in Matthew 28, 18, we know all authority in heaven and earth is given to Jesus. Then he said, go, go, make disciples. Unless we go, authority of Christ cannot be put on the lives of people. Unless we speak the gospel, they will not experience the authority of Christ. When we speak the gospel, if somebody is getting saved, none of our merit, authority of Christ has already come upon him. That's when he gets saved. But we need to understand the authority of Christ. Hallelujah. So the key verse to understand the authority of Christ is in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1 and 2. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. If if then... You were raised with Christ. Seek those things which are above, mm. where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Amen. It says, keep seeking the things above, 
where Christ is. Then the place where Christ is, is defined as seated at the right hand of God. I'm telling you, I did a thorough study of this expression in the Bible, the right hand of God. It will give you immense understanding of the authority of Christ. On many places, right hand is explained. When a person of high rank puts anyone on his right hand, gives him equal honor with himself, recognition, equal dignity. Hallelujah. So when Colossians says, you have to keep seeking on the things above, it also means you have to conceive, perceive the authority of Christ. He is seated on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. So I told you, right hand means equal honor, recognition, equal dignity. When we understand the authority, always understand what Jesus was talking in the discourse, discourse from John 5, 19 to 29. Authority. Authority. I healed this man of 38 years sick in my authority. In my authority of the Lord of, the, of Sabbath. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is at the right hand of God. You know, there are several verses. And if one of you can please keep on reading it, it will expound the, the right hand expression very clearly. First Peter 3.22. It talks about Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God. Who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, mm. angels and authorities and powers having been made subject to him. Amen. When we say he is at the right hand of God, it talks about his authority. But look at the level of authority. Angels, authorities and powers subjected to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, we know this verse which says in Psalms 110, 110 verse 1, the Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Sit at my right hand. Why the right hand? I want to give you equal honor. I want to give you equal recognition, equal dignity, authority. Sit at my right hand. Romans 8.34 says, Christ Jesus is he who died, rather who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Look at another dimension of the authority of Christ. When Christ intercedes, he intercedes with authority. What does that mean? When whatever he intercedes, we are going to get it. Hallelujah. But a believer, disciple, will not ask Jesus anything out of his will. We'll only ask things in his will. Hallelujah. Hebrews 1.3 says, he sat down at the right hand of majesty of high. Well, this is very important. Now, please take it. Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 1. Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 1. Now, this is the main point of the things we are mm. seeing. Mm. We have such a high priest. 
who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens hallelujah he is not only having authority he is a high priest he is the point of link point of reference for you and me to approach god for the old testament people the point of reference was law tabernacle sacrifice now the law jesus tabernacle jesus everything in tabernacle was jesus altar jesus the lamb jesus everything in jesus he is the point of reference he says this is the main point look at the expression main point the sum substance of the things taught in hebrews is one thing jesus christ having authority is a high priest praise the lord he is not like the high priest of their times he is not going to die is not going to requiring another sacrifice to cleanse him but he is a priest with authority again in hebrews 10 12 says but he having offered one sacrifice of sins for all time sat down at the right hand of god praise the lord read this to understand the beauty of it in hebrews 12 and verse 2 hebrews 12 and verse 2 and the jesus the author and the finisher of our faith mm. who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising mm. the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god amen hallelujah what does that say all the shame all the suffering that he went through did not put him down rather it exalted him to the most powerful most authoritative place in the whole universe at the right hand of the throne of god hallelujah we have a jesus who has all authority about powers our principalities about everything he is the one who is your lord and he is the one who healed that man of 38 years sick everybody said he's not going to be healed Jesus said I come here with authority I am going to raise him up praise the lord hallelujah i still remember when we started our ministry you know abu dhabi is a small city but lots of churches we are newcomers many people said not going to rise up hallelujah after 12 years we see authority of christ my dear brothers and sisters nothing of our ability when we surrender to the authority of christ individual lives families will flourish will flourish because authority of christ we know that when stephen saw him he was standing and even that standing was not in the left side right side Uh, Acts seven fifty five fifty six. Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Okay. Now there are so many other references, but in all important transactions, right hand is employed when they wanted to show definiteness to be given to the action, full participation of the people who are involved, energy and emphasis. You know, those who are. I mean. excuse me those who are left handed but those who are light right handed when you want to speak to a child you know use your right hand catch him talk to him not with your left hand with your right hand 
Why? You wanted to put full energy and emphasis. You want to say definiteness in what you speak. Full participation. Hallelujah. You know, in Psalm 73 and verse 23, it says, I am continually with you. You have taken hold of my right hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 16, 8, he is at my right hand so that I will not be shaken. Hmm? Amen. Now, um, you know, in Acts 3, when Peter and John goes, here is this man who wanted to be healed. It's interesting to see in verse 7, they went, they lifted him up. How? And seizing him. You look at the expression. Seizing him. That's in NASB. I don't know how it's in your version. Seizing him by the right hand. He raised him up. And you can see the action in those expressions. Can you read somebody else in in Acts 3, 7? And he took him by the right hand. Mm. And lifted him up. And immediately. Yes. Took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Well, it's Peter to a man who is sick. But I always assume that's how God did it to me. He saw me sick, lame, could not do anything, pleaded. He came like Peter came, took me by my right hand, lifted me up. Praise the Lord. That's what the Lord is going to do to many of you today. He's going to seize you by the right hand and lift you up. He is having authority to do that. You know, um, Psalms 121 and verse 5 says, The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is a shade on your right hand. Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, please come to Isaiah 41 and verse 13. Isaiah 41 and verse 13. 1, 3. And the Lord. For God. Ah, read, 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 please. Yeah. For I, the Lord, your God. Mm. Hold your right hand, mm. saying to you, mm. fear not, I will help you. Praise the Lord. That's the word for somebody today. It says, I am the Lord your God who holds your right hand because that right hand shows the hand of authority and says you, do not fear, I will help you. I will help you. So having understood this, I want to present you four things, four facts about right hand. Right hand is the hand of authority. That's what we have just seen now. Sam, uh, Isaiah 41 and verse 13. Right hand signifies authority. Hallelujah. You know, when Jesus talks about the judgment in Luke 22, 16, he said, <clears throat> from now on, the son of man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. Authority. <clears throat> Ephesians 1, 20 to 21. He raised him from the dead, seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority. Right hand, Jesus. So right hand is the hand of authority or a place of authority. Second, the right hand is a hand of blessing. Wow, that's very important. You know, how Israel blessed Ephraim and Manasseh. Ephraim and Manasseh. Manasseh was the firstborn. Definitely, firstborns have to receive all the blessings. So how did the faithful father Joseph did? He brought Manasseh and put him at the right hand of Israel and brought Ephraim 
put him at the left hand of Israel. When you read the Bible uh, verse, you may get a bit confused. He held Manasseh by the left hand so that he will be at the right hand of Israel. He put, he took a frame by the right hand so that he will be at the left hand of Israel. So what did Israel do? He just crossed the hands and blessed Ephraim with his right hand. Hallelujah. Don't think that God can be fooled. Don't think the blessing can be taken just for granted. No, it's with a purpose. And I, that really opened my eyes. Just two boys. And you know, many people bring their children to us. To bless. We don't look at right hand or left hand. We just bless them. But God's not like that. He understood what a frame is going to be and Manasseh is going to be. And then what did Joseph do? He tried to explain, that's not the right way to do, God. You know, you have to bless me this time, today. You have to bless me tomorrow. You have to bless me. You should have blessed me yesterday. You forgot about it. But bless me in the coming days. Israel said, no, 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 no. I know what I do. You know, there are types of God, types of Christ. Israel is type of Christ. He said, I know what I do. I will bless or my wish to bless. So right hand is the hand of blessing. Next, right hand is the hand of strength. Hallelujah. Let's come to Exodus chapter 15. I think it's verse 6. Exodus chapter 15. Your your right hand, Mm. O Lord, Mm. has become glorious in power. Mm. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. Hallelujah. Verse 12, same chapter. Verse 12. You stretched out your, your right hand. God mm. swallowed them. Mm. Hallelujah. You see, it just is an expression that the strength of God delivered them. Can we believe it? Strength of God is going to deliver me. His right hand is going to do miracles for me. Revelations 117. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand upon me, saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last in Revelation. I say 41.10, do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. 41.10, Isaiah. So fourthly, the right hand is the hand of sovereignty. Right hand is the hand of sovereignty. Revelations 5.1, I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a book written inside and on the back, sealed up with seven seals. Five, seven. He came and took the book out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Revelations 10 2. He had in, in his hand a little book which was open. He placed his right foot on the sea. Hallelujah. All oh, this right hand, right foot symbolizes sovereignty. Hallelujah. You know, today, even as we come to a close of a message, that is why, that is why in Exodus 29 and 20, Leviticus 8 and 23, Leviticus 14 and 17, three references. Don't read Exodus 29 and 20, 
Leviticus 8 and 23, Leviticus 14 and 13, to the high priest and priest, God said, you need consecration. Consecration where? Right side. What all in the right side? Right ear, right hand, right foot. Your perception needs consecration. Your working needs consecration. Your walking needs consecration. We found the people in that five porticos, blind, lame, with hurt. Praise the Lord. God's, God's word says, you, these are the three areas God wanted us to be consecrated. What did they do? They applied the blood of the lamb on the right lobe of the ear, a lobe of the right ear, right hand, the thumb, and the right foot toe. Hallelujah. Today, God wants us to consecrated perception, consecrated work, consecrated walk. You know why? At the end time, the enemy is going to put a mark. You know where? Where in the world is he doesn't want to put the mark? On the left side. He also wants to put the mark on the right hand. Or the forehead. Praise the Lord. You see, it's so important. You and I, people of God. Hallelujah. And when, let's come to uh, Isaiah 63 and verse 12. Isaiah 63 and verse 12. 63 and verse 12. Yes. Who led them by the right hand of Moses mm. with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make for himself an everlasting name. Amen. Who caused his glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses. Look how God's authority will be transferred to his people, his leaders, his disciples. Our right hand is just a right hand for us. But when God's glorious arm come upon our right hand, our right hand becomes God's right hand. You know, Luke is a doctor. Oh, he was a doctor. So when he explained things, he went to the minute details. Look at Luke 6.6. 6. Luke 6.6. 6. Hmm. Now it happened on another Sabbath also hmm. that he entered the synagogue and taught. And a man was there whose right hand was withered. Ah, right hand. We would not have noticed whether his right hand or left hand, hand is withered. But here is a withered hand on the right hand. And Jesus healed him. Today, brothers and sisters, we need our right hands, our right legs, our right ear 
to be consecrated by the blood of the lamb so that the glorious arm of god will come and rest upon our right hands right hand is the hand of sovereignty right hand is the hand of strength right hand is the hand of blessing right hand is the hand of authority authority of jesus john chapter 5 he did the third sign and proved his authority and said he is going to do the same thing because yesterday we saw in hebrews a new way he inaugurated for us through his body and by the blood of the lamb and in exodus and leviticus we saw we need a cleansing we need a cleansing i'm going to pray right now but the lord spoke to me something specifically when you and i are called we need to understand that it was a sovereign act of jesus sovereign act of jesus it's not because of your theological degree or your submission john 15 16 says i chose you whenever i read it i sense the authority in that word i chose you with no condition we should be able to say yes lord i surrender to that divine mandate because i sense your authority i sense your authority i chose you no explanations no excuses nothing at all it's divine mandate moses had a feeble right hand but god's glorious arm came upon that right hand that became a powerful hand a sovereign hand showing the authority of god you and i have to move the length and breadth of this world with the authority of christ that's why john has written the third sign in john chapter 5 you know when joshua had to take up the mandate of god you think he consulted with joshua no he said my servant moses gone come take position god is speaking to the next generation of leaders in this planet come take the mandate no choice of yours authority of christ certainty of authority and what did god spoke to moses arise then he says put your foot on the land then he says be strong and courageous then he says prepare then he says get started with the work you know what happened in joshua chapter 4 verse 10 on that day the lord exalted magnified joshua in the sight of all israel when we surrender to the authority of christ and do the things he asked us to do that's the day you and i will be magnified exalted by god hallelujah even as we are going to pray right now maybe this world will put you down let you down they may not value you they may not honor you but as long as you are under the authority of christ he is going to exalt you honor you magnify you sense the authority in his commands let's please pray right now being in a prayer hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah
Lord, we thank you for your presence in our midst, Master God. Even as we come to your presence, it's a prayer, Lord, that you will touch lives today. Hallelujah. May every inhibition be removed. May the authority of Christ be revealed in the lives of people. And I pray, Father, there will be a sense of awe in our heart. A sense of awe like the first church. After they 3,000 got baptized, and it is written there in chapter 2, everybody experienced, everybody had a sense of awe. That awe is the presence of God. Authority of Christ. I pray, Father, hallelujah, you came down from heaven. When people said 38 years of illness is impossible to be healed, you healed it. On a Shabbat day, displaying your authority. Lord, today we surrender to that authority willfully, Master God. Lord, help us to chew this truth in our heart. And we know, Lord, like Joshua, you're going to magnify many of us. We thank you for that day. In Jesus' matchless name I pray. Amen. With your power of love.